This episode of It's Not Just Me has been brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. They got the new lawnmower 3.0. It's like a lawnmower, but for your boss. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. You can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code KJ and Chill at manscaped.com. That's K-J-A-N-D-C-H-I-L-L at manscaped.com. 20% off plus free shipping. Trust me, your balls will thank you. Pause. <laughs> Oh, man, the Uzi junk. I fuck with, I fuck with the pieces he had on him. Yeah. Uh, I fuck with the Uzi junk. I ain't gonna lie. Fuck- this Uzi kid is growing on me. I, I, I... <laughs> Whoa. I rejected... Did you just call him the Uzi kid? Yeah, this Uzi kid. Uh, this Uzi kid. That nigga 35 and up. <laughs> <laughs> if I ain't heard one before, that is it. <laughs> I'm KJ Bryant. And it's not just me. The following program is for adult audiences only. Recently, I just found out that driving the boat was not a sex thing. I don't, I don't know. The cake on the dick. I'm thinking he was talking about the cake, I guess. It's not just me. Yeah, welcome to It's Not Just Me, hosted by KJ and Chill. I'm KJ Bryant. This that new joiner Lucas and Will Smith. This that Will remix. Get him, Will. I'm feeling like Will. I feel like a prince. I'm feeling myself. I'm loaded with bills. Because I wasn't blessed with no Uncle Phil. Don't know how it feels. I wanted to flex. They told me to chill. I'm making a flip. My life is a flick. Now load up the flip. You feeling like me? I feel like a prince that turned to a king. Found me a queen. Started a family and got me a team. On top of my dreams. Join her, I know you inspired by me. Like I was inspired by Nelson Mandela. I give him a rose for every endeavor. A shout out to Julia Irving. One of the legends I worship. Muhammad Ali put to work and he was the champ. The greatest, he earned it. I love that you think that I'm perfect. But I had plenty of mistakes and burdens. My grandmama thought I was worth it. She always guided me when I was searching. I wouldn't be me if it wasn't for her. I wouldn't be Willie. I couldn't be me if there wasn't no Eddie. I wouldn't be Will if I wasn't from Philly. Ain't nothing much that you really can tell me. Willie been cold since Benny and Jerry. Must have forgot that I really get busy. They done forgot who invented get jiggy. Hey. Back before there was streaming sales. Way before all the iTunes and the fans had to get CDs. Okay. 60 million records sold. I was on fire. I ain't even need a grill. Did it all with no cuss words. I ain't had to curse just you to keep been it real. Burned. Me and Jazz in the late 80s. Writing rhymes, making tapes daily. Fresh Prince make the babes crazy. Rest in peace to James Avery. Even when the streets call me corny, I still ain't never let the hate break me. I just wanted the respect first. I still ain't never letting fame change me. New me, but I'm old school. Big Willie on the Pro Tools. Still fresh and I'm so smooth. I still got on my old shoes. I give Jada 1,000 kisses. Ain't nothing changed since so too. Martin Lawrence get a rose too. He a legend and a goat too. Man, I love how you break the rules. Pushing limits and you make it cool. Join a Lucas, what made the lose? You a legend in the making too What a beauty, my life's a movie I swear I'm only on take two All my kids turned out great And I know your son gonna be great too Brick by brick Building a wall that no one could break Flip by flip 
Glad I could help so you could be straight and life's a trip. But who can relate? The legends are gone, but it ain't too late to give them a rose and carry the grace. Cause not every hero is wearing a cape. I'm feeling like Will. I feel like a prince. I'm feeling myself. I'm loaded with bills. Cause I was unblessed with no Uncle Phil. Don't know how it feels. I wanted to flex. They told me to chill. I'm making a flip. My life is a flick. Ben. Notice. 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 You've been burned. All right, so first and foremost, before we get into it, I want to give a rest in peace to Andre Harrell, who unfortunately passed away this weekend. Um, if anybody knows, Andre Harrell was a powerful music executive from the 80s into the 90s and up until recently. Um, and over his career, like he made things possible, like Teddy Riley and the whole New Jack Swing sound. I'll be sure Mary J. Blige, Joe to see guy. Um, you know what I'm saying? He's the first person to put Diddy on, you know what I'm saying? Met Russell Simmons back in the eighties, started working at Def Jam in two years, became vice president and general manager. And I mean, he was one of the people, I mean, he did television, New York undercover, shit like that. He, he put together the idea of hip hop and R and B, like as they were supposed to be together. That was like one of his philosophies. And there's a lot of things that he did over the years that have changed and sculpted the way that hip hop and R&B music is delivered even today. And there's a lot of younger artists who might not really be aware of that. And it's not really their fault. It's up to some of us who have this information to kind of teach it to them as they go along so they know why someone like Andre Harrell needs to be celebrated. Now, Erica Badu and Jill Scott did their verses, not really battle, but they did more like a celebration. And at first, I wasn't sure how I felt about that, but obviously how I felt didn't even fucking matter because after they did this shit, their um, streams like tripled. Combined, they went from 2 million to 6 million. Um, I couldn't believe that at first that Erica Badu's on and on had such low streams. It only had 378,000 streams before um, they did the versus battle. Um, no, it only had 165,000 streams before the versus battle and it grew to 378,000, which I still think is low. I can't believe it. it. It seems like, I mean, I've always said that the reason why some of the artists who we call the greats, aren't really played on the radio like that anymore or aren't really, um, you know, like really booked like that or really like pushed out to the forefront. A lot of people who complain about the new age of music, um, they claim to be listening to these artists, but they're probably just listening to it on a CD they bought a long time ago. Obviously, they're not streaming it. So I was surprised at seeing numbers that were this low, but I'm glad to see that they tripled up. So, I mean, maybe this was a good idea for some of these verses to not actually be battles, but I guess celebrations, because obviously it worked. I didn't really think it was going to work like that, but it did for the crowd that it brought in. So shout outs to that. Um, Post Malone, who's always been known to be a beer drinker, is now um, getting into the wine business. Um, he's putting out a product called Mason Number no. 9. Um, basically, it's like some type of fine wine. I don't know. I'm going to check it out. It's a rosé. Um I seen um, an article about it in Billboard, and then I reached out to the rep 
from the company that's putting it out to try to see if I can't get some type of, um, you know, podcast partnership shit. Why not? I mean, you know, it's called Global Brand Equities is the company that he partnered with. So, I mean, it fits him. You know what I'm saying? The description that they put out there was that it's going to be inviting aromas of freshly picked fruit, ripe pineapple pear and strawberry meets hints of sweet French desserts once uncorked. The clean, dry, crisp finish is balanced and rhymed with a texture that's mouth-watering and savory and blah, 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 blah. It basically sounds like it's going to be some good fucking wine. So we'll see what it is, and once it gets released, I'll talk more about it. I want to see what the bottle and the packaging and the box looks like. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know why I'm always so concerned with that shit, but I want to see what the presentation is going to be like. Um, so it seems like that Nav and Kehlani are racing to the top of Billboard um, Top 200 with, I mean, the Billboard 200 basically for um, best albums that were released in the past week. I'm hoping that Kehlani gets it. A lot of people are thinking that Nav is going to come up um, in number one um, based on his projected numbers. Um, now, as far as the top of Billboard for the singles, um, interestingly enough, 6ix9ine has been making a campaign um, for Billboard not to ignore the streaming numbers. He's not getting any play at radio, but he's getting a tremendous amount of streams on all streaming platforms, including buys on iTunes, etc., etc. So those numbers are in the hundreds of millions at this point in time right now. So if he becomes the number, if he doesn't become the number one record, it could be some type of manipulation going on, and people would would enjoy that because obviously we know why he's the rat, and nobody wants him to win. Um, but if he gets the number one record without any radio support, then I think that's going to create an interesting conversation for artists that are going to start to have to have internally and with their camp. Like, look, we're spending a lot of money in promotion and pushing it to radio in efforts to get to the top of Billboard. And if this motherfucker happens to get to the number one record on a Billboard Hot 100 with no radio support, then the idea of the radio support package is going to start to look irrelevant. Um, that's just my prediction. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas say I'm crazy all the time, but sometimes I happen to be right. And um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, if he, Even if he cracks into the top five, let's say he doesn't get number one without any radio support just literally online antics and a character built around a person. If you can top billboard like that, then anyone has to reevaluate what is the function of the radio right now. Hey, yo, this burn notice is going out to Kaylani with this water on It's Not Just Me. Burn. Notice. 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 You've been burned. Swimming with the Pisces every night. Ain't really the deep, but he deep inside. Head like a Scorpio. Shy like a cancer. Water all in planets. He said, I wanna undress you. I wanna impress you, but I ain't gonna press you. I wanna undo the things I said before. Then I ain't been this way to you. 
be the boss, so let you work me. I let you finish on a catty session on me. Bust down on your future baby mommy. Uh, fucking in the whip, top off. Do it quick, dick drop off. Guess your old bitches out talk. I ain't never seen it down soft. Goddamn, I wanna address you. I wanna impress you, but I ain't gonna stress you. Notice, notice, I wanna notice, undo notice, the notice. things I said before. So we got new music. Future dropped his high off life. Um, Drake's on it. Travis Scott. You know what I'm saying? Lil Uzi Vert. Um, NBA Youngboy. Lil Durk. Meek Mill. I mean, it, it's it's dope. It's one of those. It's one of those projects to where it's like I, Future hasn't elevated to me for a while. But that's not a knock on him. That's kind of probably one of the reasons why Future has been able to last as long as he has because to me he is just so good in that specific future comfortable sound that if you liked it before, you're going to like it again. So it's like when you get this album, there's nothing there that's like he went to the next level, but I don't think future needs to. I don't think that you can judge his progression the same way as you would judge a different rapper's progression. So, I mean, I enjoyed the album. Definitely going to play some music off of that shit. Um, other new albums on um, Polo G dropped an album called The Goat. I haven't really got into it, into it just yet. I mean, I was a little apprehensive always when someone, you know, when goat talk starts coming around. But I mean, I I respect it. So I'm going to give it a listen. And then maybe next week I could talk about it more. If something stands out to me, I'll burn it. Um, a couple new singles dropped. Actually, a bunch of new singles dropped. Tory Lanez dropped Temperature Rising. Migos dropped Racks Too Skinny. Trippy Red and Party Next Door dropped Excitement. Justine Sky dropped this single called No Options. Migo, um, and then the record that I opened up with, Joyner Lucas and Will Smith on the Will remix. Really, just Will Smith bodying that joint. I had to open up with that shit. Um, the remix that was a single that dropped. Um, and there was another record that I just became aware of, and it was from an artist that I met on this um, application, I guess I want to call it, or music social media site called Loom. Um, and this is not a paid ad or nothing like that. This is like some serious shit. Like I was just looking for different places to try out releasing some music myself. And I stumbled upon this thing called Loom, and I seen how you could monetize it with their little um, virtual gifting system. I mean, I haven't really got into it, into it like that. But the idea is that other artists can earn um, notes, they call them, or like coins. And they can gift you these coins. And it's like, um, and then you can cash in the coins for money. But I haven't even really paid attention to it for that reason just yet. I've just been learning the platform. <clears throat> <coughs> <coughs> 
I haven't really been using it for that just yet. I've just been learning the platform and kind of getting the hang of how the releases work and how easy it is to connect with other artists. So I've been listening to some artists on there and I came across this one named Leah Raquel. I think Leah Raquel is how you pronounce her name, but she has this single called Love Jones, and it is fire. Um, she's an L.A.-based singer who was born and raised in Philly. She moved to L.A. in 2011, where she was classically trained vocally, and this is her debut single. Um, I came across it on Loom, but you can get it on Spotify, Apple Music. Um, I think she's also a United Masters artist. I think I saw that, so shout-outs to that. I also have a single out there through United Masters, so shout-outs to them. So this next burn notice, um, the vibe, is going to be Love Jones by Leah Raquel on It's Not Just Me. It's a vibe. 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 It's a vibe.
So I just finished um, playing this record by um, Leah Raquel, this joint called Love Jones. That's um, Leah Raquel Official on Instagram. Like I said, you can go find this record on Spotify, Apple Music. Um, but where I discovered her was Loom. Um, it's this wow. new, it's this new site. It's sort of like social media and a music streaming app kind of put together. And I went and signed up for it just as like a extra outlet to upload some of my records to. And some records that I hadn't released other places. They were just kind of like sitting on my hard drive or like sitting in my computer or this old hard drive I just found. They got a bunch of me and Wiggs' records. They were like the lost tapes and shit. I just been uploading shit to Loom. But in that process, I kind of finally found a spot where I can really like discover artists that I hadn't heard of before. And this artist, this happens to be her first single, um, but shit was dope, you know what I mean? So I'm about to really start combing through this Loom thing and probably trying to pull like an artist who I've never heard of before and try to like spotlight them on the show. So it's probably going to be like right. a, a new segment, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay, I fucked with the idea. Now, obvious, yeah. obviously, new music came out. Your man, Future. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. <laughs> Father Pluto. Yes, sir. Pluto. Yes, sir. Now, I know that you're a big Future fan. I kind of, um, the way that I explained it to the people earlier, I know some people might take it as like a hating comment, but it really wasn't. Um, So tell me what you think. Now, in my opinion, I said that Future has not really shown much elevation for the past couple albums but for future that's not necessarily a bad thing because future found this groove that he is great at he's he's the greatest at this one this one particular bop right and if you liked it before then you're gonna keep continuing to like it so it's like even though when i listened to the album it wasn't like there were certain records that were unexpected and then super dope like on some you know what I'm saying? It was just almost like this is the future that I've heard over and over and over again, and for some reason I'm gonna keep listening to the same bop. I mean, it is what it is. It's right. genius. So he did it. He did his thing. Listen, man. One thing you have to understand about Father Pluto, he 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 can't he can't talk about what the rest of these young men is talking about. Either. So he often runs out of content. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so the last couple of albums, you feel me, it, it was a problem with finding content. All right. So um, this album, he just said, fuck it. Whatever, come, whatever type of music comes out, that's the music I'm going to make. And, and I fuck with it, man. Shout out to the, the father Pluto for this album. I needed it because the only thing I was listening to was Audrey. And uh, yeah. And I needed something else to, to listen to. All right. So yeah, I I I, I didn't. I listened to the album. I listened to all the songs. But I haven't had time to really 
evaluate all the songs. You understand? Know right, right. Right. I, I heard it. I heard it, but I didn't evaluate it. Yet. But from what I heard, like the initial, you know, because the initial, the initial listen is like, I right, what what songs can I? listen to all the way you know what i'm saying like, yeah i mean I, I went through the first i went through the first 10 maybe and then i went back and replayed maybe three of those a couple times so those was like my go-tos i really fuck with this i mean now there's these there's some hard ass you got the hard ass street future joints them joints it's like yeah. you know it's just like yeah. ignorant music you can't you a little bit of something yeah, yeah. You a little bit of everything. but then, but then he got them other joints and it was one of them other joints that i really fucked with with little uzi vert um I, i'm gonna play that record oh, yeah. all bad yeah 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 Oh, bad. The Uzi junk. I fuck with. I fuck with the features he had on him. Yeah. Uh, I fucked with the Uzi junk. I ain't gonna lie. This Uzi kid is growing on me. I. I. I <laughs> Whoa. I rejected. Did you just call him the Uzi kid. Yeah, this Uzi kid. Uh, this Uzi yeah, kid. That is a thirty-five and up. Alright, so this burn notice is going out the future featuring Lil Uzi Vert with this all bad on It's Not Just Me. Burn. Notice. 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 My nickname, yo, spend it. I get the money, get that by the plenty. Used to go to Starlet to see Kate Benji. Uh, now I got yellow down on me. You can't get this style for free. Look at me, uh, bad bitch on me. Yeah, my bitch rock off in T. Got a bitch look just like me, Ree. Crystal Dior uh, on my feet. Pull up a suit, that shit a three piece. That girl said she a vegan, but I swear that girl still know how to eat me. Why you keep talking about leaving me? I ain't never been a DR, and I ain't never been to the Republic. On a long ass flight, can't get no sleep. Broke ass nigga can't talk to me. That's the reason why I put diamonds in my. I've been getting money for so long that I'm counting this paper in my dream. Everything I get, turn to brulee, so your bitch pull up to make her cream. And you know I do this shit just for myself, but you know I do this shit just for my team. I won't ever call back if I hang up, I mean it, yeah. That mean it was all bad. Think I'm better off eating, yeah. I don't have time for stress. I don't have time for disagreements, yeah. Too many girls for some call back. Got them all in line, they feening, yeah. I got too many different types of girls, yeah. I'm from a whole different world, yeah. I got one shot in the light, You've been burned. She remind me of a I won't ever call back if I hang up by me. That mean it was all bad. Think I'm better 
time for disagreements, no Too many girls, what you call that? Let's go I got too many different type of girls, yeah I'm from a whole different world, yeah I got one shot in the light, uh She remind me of a pearl, yeah I am way smarter than you, uh You chase a nut like a squirrel, yeah Drinking that wine out for two, uh I throw it up, never earl, yeah You've been burned. Uzi oh man, Uzi is a grown ass man. Uh, <laughs> That's how you know you're old, because even when you're a grown ass man, anyway. Uh, speaking anyway. of speaking of another grown ass man, Mr. Segway King, um, yo, <laughs> this nigga Boosie is off the hook, son. Oh shit, what Boosie now? Alright, so apparently now I don't know if it was new, if this is some new shit, some old shit, but apparently it's new enough to be new now because everybody's talking about it. So Boosie um apparently went on Instagram live and uh-huh. told everybody that when his kid was um twelve that he hired a stripper oh, yeah, yeah, to give yeah, him Toppy. Yeah. <laughs> That's old. Well, I, I've been heard that story. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, th- if I think I've put it out there. I think I've heard that story before too. But I guess people didn't make such a big deal about it right now. So like, these are all the cross conversations. It's really never always just a statement. Now, mind you, we'll get to that too because there is a whole lot wrong with that. I'm not going to gloss over that part. But then you know, what I'm saying you, you understand where I'm going with it. So there's cross conversations right. that always make a situation worse. So. Boosie, of course, was in the headlines maybe like a month ago with the shit in the whole uh, Dwayne Wade's kid thing, blah, 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 blah. So that whole shit went that way, right? All right. And I told people, I said, look, I said, Boosie is probably going to drop something soon. I said, Mm. I'm not saying that I don't think that Boosie actually feels this way because I believe the man. If he say that's how I feel, I believe him. I ain't going to, I'm not going to hold him on that. I mean, whether it's right or wrong, it's not for me to judge. I'm just saying that I knew that Boosie was going to drop something because he was just too hot in the headlines for it not to. And if he did drop something, then maybe that's the reason why he's doing this, you know, clickbaity shit, right? And then you heard that Badass Boosie TV show. He had a reality show that was getting ready to come out, right? So now this whole shit comes out about him getting his 12-year-old son, Toppy, from the stripper. And now everybody's like, oh, my God, he should go to jail. Oh, my God, the stripper that did it is a pedophile. This is no different than some R. Kelly shit. And I'm not going to lie. They're not wrong. Let's talk about just from principled facts right here. Listen, hold on, hold on. They are. They are not wrong for principle's sake, all right? White people, yes, we know what the fucking law is. We know what the fuck is going on, all right? But you have to be raised in a certain environment to understand what the fuck is going on here, all right? <laughs> this ain't no little little boy teacher, you feel me, pedophile. You feel me? This is a man securing his son sexuality <laughs> but see here, here's the thing about that trey what's we, the we, thing we can't we can't all right listen we cannot ignore the fact that an adult woman performing toppy on a minor is just not right on any moral level however from the boy's perspective from me if i'm a 12 year old boy 
I'm 100% down with getting the toppy from the stripper. I was about to say, you didn't get toppy from a woman when you were younger. We're not, not we're not we're not ta- we're not talking about me. We're not talking about me right now. <laughs> what I what what happened to me as a child or as a teenager is completely irrelevant. Because I know. From- <laughs> I was about to say I know the story. <laughs> That's but, another story. But anyway, but yeah, it's just like. Listen, it's just so much that's going on. And then I read a report that's unconnected, but it says something about Boosie got offered a reality dating show, kind of like Flavor of Love. And I just keep hearing this shit, and it was just like, all right, so this thing happened in the past, I believe. I don't believe that this was a recent thing. I feel as though that this was something. Nah, it sounds like 16, 17, yeah. Unless he's talking about a different son because Boosie got a bunch of kids. So it's like, it's a lot about the story. Nah, he's talking about, he about Tootie. Okay, well then, then it was a couple years ago, and then must have just resurfaced. But either way, no matter when it was, I get why people are mad about it. But it's just like, boy, the internet is just off the hook because out of nowhere, this thing just came up, and then people are so outraged about it. But then, I don't know. It it, it creates too many cross conversations to where it's like, yes, this, the, that boosty shit was wild, but then. I mean, we can't put that in the R. Kelly bag. But then it's just like no, if you say, know. but then if you say that, it sounds like you're defending some old boozy shit. And it's just, oh man, like the shit. I'm just defending got- boozy. What? <laughs> uh, who the fuck? Man, listen, dog. As a father and as a twelve year old boy, once <laughs> 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 to me, the caring or 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 let me say. Having the birds and the bees talk with the son is 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 a form of father of of raising the child. Well, well listen, you now, gotta understand. I understand what you're saying. Basically, this is what I'm saying. All right, as a twelve year old, have your twelve year old boy to receive the toppy from a grown up is a highlight. That's like highlight real level shit, right? As the grown up right. who facilitated that, you are. Crossing a line, you definitely there's a line definitely that has been crossed there. Now, however, I, I, if that's if that is what it is, there's there's are un- you crossing the line? I can are un- you? <laughs> what line is that? I got to go with this line <laughs> because damn it, I might have crossed it a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving on. Um, <laughs> Boosie and Webby, I guess, um, beef is starting to turn back up a little bit. And this is just how it is. Like, everything is getting stirred up. I don't know what's recent. I don't know what's past. I don't know what's what. I think that hip-hop and the entertainment writers and all the fucking blog people are just getting bored. So, like, they're stirring up these crazy headlines. No, I, then- think, I, think, I think it popped up because I've seen Vlad post anniversary of his first interview ever which so happened to be boozy and webby of course it's Vlad. and i think <laughs> of course yeah leave, and i think and i think that, uh it, it stirred up the whole conversation of whatever happened to boozy and webby and yeah you well, feel me then you had to go right back into the why they decent or why boozy you feel me that whole thing well this, i heard they recently got into it yeah because webby's basically saying like look webby's basically saying um, he's claiming that when Boosie was locked up, he sacrificed a lot, da 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 da, was taking care of niggas' families, blah 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 blah. blah. And Boosie's saying, like, look, nigga, you lying. 
that Waka Flocka, Yo Gotti, and Jeezy took care of my mama and made sure that all that shit was good. He was like, meanwhile, you was running around having free Boosie concerts everywhere, and my family ain't never got a penny of that. Now, mind you, I do remember that whole free Boosie movement where well, at any moment you seen Webby or one of them niggas that was fucking with Boosie back in the day, there was a concert or a show going on with some T-shirts and some other shit on some free Boosie shit, and... As a fan, I'm assuming that money from that is going towards Boosie's legal fees, his family, his books. But apparently, he's saying that that shit's not what it was. So, yeah, I mean, I could understand how Boosie's like, look, I ain't got no beef with Webby, but we ain't fucking with each other because we on some different shit. Like, I I could feel that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at that. You know what I mean? Like, if that's what happened, if you have a concert in my name, and then you don't put any of the proceeds towards my peoples. Right. You is on some other shit, yo. You know what I'm saying? And you know, yeah, you know. that's 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 borderline backstabbing because you you're profiting off of my name, and you you feel me like you going behind my back. You, know, you feel me? Nah, I can't do that. That's <clears throat> that's disloyalty, man. That's disloyalty. And, and uh, a street nigga like Boozy, he 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 don't fuck with disloyal, disloyal niggas. You feel me? Regardless how they, you feel me? How they come? Right. But to me, it's definitely yeah. Like you said, it, it ain't no love lost, but you feel me? You just gotta distance yourself from from niggas from time to time, man. Like, <clears throat> all right. So I think I think yeah. Okay, yeah. Move oh, no, no. All right. So you know, um. So I got um I got that kit like I said earlier the um the kit from Manscaped and mm. um and then, hey this Manscaped shit is more popular than I'm motherfucking thought dog because <laughs> motherfucking I done heard uh Jen uh, Rose I done heard uh uh like they're all like yo. I ain't know about man all this time. Yo, hey, nigga, I feel as though I've been deprived, yo. It's one of those things where I feel as though my white friends might have tried to tried to hit me to this at one point in time, and I just I just wasn't receptive to it because that's just how <laughs> niggas are, right? You know what I'm saying? But anyways, I get this package and I unboxed it, and I did an unboxing video that I posted to all the socials, and then um, I'm gonna play some of the audio for the people now, and then I'm gonna tell you what my reaction is to it so here's the unboxing right here how many first of all how many of y'all actively manscaped down there anyways because like i said on my um socials today earlier men's grooming is important but it's become like a taboo conversation that you're not supposed to talk about with your boys and i can get it i can get where the conversation could get awkward but at the same time this isn't something that you're doing for your homeboys. You're doing this for the girls that you're hooking up with. And believe me, you can say, oh, well, I don't get any complaints. That's because she doesn't know any better. You know what I'm saying? But I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> you don't want to be the nigga who she fucks with after she fucked with me because she's going to tell you about yourself. Because like I said, I've always tried to keep my shit, you know, together except for it was just painful at times and I didn't do it as often as I would want to because I didn't have a solution like what we're going to get to in a second. Um, so the magic mat, we got that. All right, what's the next item? I got a t-shirt. 
that says Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Black t-shirt, size large. We'll try that on later. Um, these. Now, I already buy these from another company, but I may start getting them from them. And these are performance boxer briefs. If you've ever seen any of these, they're made from certain very breathable material. They're good to wear at any time. Like I said, I'm not an athletic guy at all, but I'm a big guy. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not a skinny dude, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, athletic um, performance boxers and stuff like this are great for me. You know what I'm saying? Like my legs rub, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. So wearing these type of boxers is refreshing it's a cool feeling down there um yeah you know cotton is for peasants <laughs> you know what i'm saying regular cotton is for peasants you know what i'm saying you want to go with something that's for performance especially if you're a nigga like me who puts on a performance and now let's get to some of the products so we have the refreshing ball toner right here you guys see that you guys see that for those of y'all listening to this on the podcast i'm simultaneously filming a video on my iphone that i'm going to post to my socials that y'all can go check it out so you can actually see the products um let's see for an anytime pick me up spritz your goods once or twice let air dry so i'm assuming that this goes along with the crop refresher and the crop cleanser and this is just a reviver this is just something like you know a quick um f freshen up real quick you know what i'm saying spritz spritz i guess we'll, we'll we'll know more after i try it out and see what it do um the crop preserver is right here crop preserver and this is the anti-chafing ball deodorant with active pH control. Now, I'm not going to lie. This is one of those situations where um, I've never really thought about pH control when it came to a man's product. Like I said, these are terms that I've only heard of when it comes to feminine hygiene products. And it's like a, it's, it's something that I never really thought to look for if I was going to buy a specific type of deodorizer or shampoo, even just for, you know, my lower area. I would have never thought of looking for something active pH controlled, but apparently it's a little bit more important than we thought it was. So, you know, check that out. And first and foremost, this is the first part. I probably should have started with this first, um, which is the crop cleanser. And this is invigorating hair and body wash, also with active pH control. And this is the shampoo that you use. Um, they said that you can use this shampoo not just for your balls, but for your body, for your scalp. This is like an all-purpose shampoo that's made without any parabens or dyes. It's gentle on skin. So the process would be you use the crop cleanser. Then after you're done and you dry off, you use the preserver. And then when you're done with that, anytime throughout the day, you can squirt, squirt, and get yourself a little bit of reviver right there. So this is the three products that we have right there. These are the same products that I showed you guys in the pictures that I was posting while I was waiting for this package to come. All right. So now for the main event, so to speak, and that would be the lawnmower 3.0 let me pull this back so you guys can get a look at this whole box right here great packaging great packaging the lawnmower 3.0 uh, some of the features are 
It has a skin safe replaceable blade. As you can see on the video, it reduces the risk of nicks and cuts. That is a situation that I've dealt with plenty of times, so I'm glad to see that. High power, low vibration, um, which is great. So, I mean, it's ultra quiet, you know what I'm saying? The low vibration is great. I mean, regular barber, like hair clippers that traditionally we've always had to use either those or just a straight razor or like a regular like face shaving razor. When it comes to any electric, you know, the high vibration of barber clippers is part of the reason why you accidentally nick and cut yourself. It's not because you weren't careful. It's because this was never intended for you to use down there. Um, it's waterproof. It works in or out of the shower. So that is awesome. Meaning that you can rinse this under water when you want to clean it. You can also use the product itself while you're in the shower. So it's an electric razor that you can use while you're showering. You know what I'm saying? That's something that I didn't even realize before I ordered it. It's cordless and rechargeable and it has an LED light. That way you can really see what you're doing. It lights up and illuminates the area. So now it's time for us to open up this box and see what the actual merchandise looks like itself. I, I'm sold on this shit. Like for real shit, I didn't know what to expect and I thought it was just going to be like some run of the mill, regular, some old shampoos and some old, you know, moisturizers and some right. clippers with like, you know, a big ass, some um, guard on it. You know what I'm saying? So that way you wouldn't cut yourself up and it was just going to be some basic ass shit. Right. But this shit was beyond basic. Like my nigga, like the clippers, you can use them shits in the fucking shower. They're, wa they're waterproof. Like, after you're done, you run that shit under the sink to clean them, da 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 let it dry, stick it in your USB charger. It has a little cradle, sits up on the stand. Boom, you good. This nigga got a fucking like a motherfucker. <laughs> hey, my nigga, listen. Listen. <laughs> this nigga got the full experience like a motherfucker. Listen, oh, and I mean, man. all the products work good together. And it's one of those things where it's like, all right, the shampoos, like it's a regular, they got a regular body wash. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like you can use it everywhere, but it's regular body wash. You can use it for your hair. You can use it just like a body wash, but mm. there's active pH control in there, right? Now, mind you, this is one of those things that I never thought was something that even applied to dudes. Like I've always heard of that when it well, came to your pH balance. Yeah. I always thought that, that apply to us, that do apparently nigga when it, it, i'm trying to tell you that this opened my eyes to some shit like the p oh, the p the p active active ph balance in your skin even just makes your skin feel different nigga like i feel like a whole completely different nigga you know what i'm yeah, saying you look like it, <laughs> <laughs> hey yo like i'm telling you all right man. so look i need this motherfucking kid man you over there glowing. You saying that to get the pH balance right. Where the fuck can I find this shit at? Man? Hey, man, listen. I am going to make sure um, that you get your kit. I'm going to actually order it for you. But for the people out there that want to get theirs, you can go look at the video and see all the products. You know what I'm saying? Yourself. And... I'm going to get you 20% off plus free shipping by going to www.manscape.com and using the coupon code KJ and chill at the checkout. Now, I had to, um, I, I, I pulled, I did a poll on Facebook and on Instagram, basically asking women, 
um, how important was manscaping to them? Because I feel as though that, like I told you before, the only times that I tried it before was always from the suggestion of a woman who basically sold me on the level of freakiness that she was going to go to go to if things were trimmer down there than they were Mm. at the moment. And of course that Mm. was motivation enough for me to go through it, even though it sucked because you were using regular hair clippers and they just not made for that. You know what I'm saying? Completely different Mm. experience with this. So I decided that um, I wanted to get some opinions on women because if I let niggas know, I think one thing that the reason why most niggas never think about this is because your girl is never going to mention it to you. And nine out of ten times because she doesn't know any better. She doesn't know that this is what she wants because she's never experienced it before. Or two, women know how men are, and she pretty much doesn't think she's going to sell you on it. But the nah, consensus... Nah, but, 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 but Shorty told me the secret, though. She told me this. She said women like for men to shave their drum because they make their dick look bigger. And the, 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 the common story that I'm getting is that they hate it when they end up choking on a random ass hair, just like niggas do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I hate the bush down there. I don't want, I don't want to accidentally swallow a fucking hair or no shit like that. And they feel the same way. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. and and so this is more important than niggas think it is. You know what I'm saying? But of course, the only way for me to truly know whether or not this manscaping stuff, all this active pH shit and this, you know, ball deodorant and ball toner and all this stuff, whether it was really worth it is to get what I call the toppy test. (laughs) <laughs> and people please believe it did not take them long to come up with that thing the top he says oh Hey, yo, this burn notice is going out to Trippy Red featuring Party Next Door with this excitement on It's Not Just Me Ben Notice 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 You've been burned. Sex ain't the only thing that's on my mind. But you get me so excited. Irreplaceable. Tattoos from your neck.
So, so I linked up with this uh, young lady who we hang out from time to time. (laughs) We hang out from time to time and do, you know, interesting things, interesting things to each other. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, mind you, we've definitely done this before. Pre me getting this Manscaped package, right? So I went ahead, did my whole little, took the perfect package, got my package all perfect, yada, 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 linked up with Uh her. And when she seen what was going on, she was like, oh, all right. And let me tell you, the toppy was different toppy, yo. Like it was, yeah, yeah, nigga, it was different toppy, yo. It wasn't the (laughs) same. It wasn't this. This, I heard you. You try to slide that in there. No, I didn't. Nah, yo, but this. All right, back to business. I can't, nah, yo, this was, it was just different. It was one of those things where it was like, there was no, um, you know, barrier to whatever she was trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Like there was right. more, there was more attention happening all over the place. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I have to say it was because everything was nicely, neatly cleaned and shaped up and you know, you know what I'm saying? There was no random hanging hairs and shit. I don't know. It is what it is. So, um, yeah. So enough of that. But if you guys want to go get some of that, like I said, www.manscape.com, 
Use the coupon code KJ and Chill. Um, KJ and Chill. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm. Swiss Beats uh, says that he thinks that today's rappers should pay taxes to hip hop's founders. A lot of people took it the wrong way, the way that they thought that he was saying it, and then he went on live with LL. And he um, spoke about that, so I have that clip here. Um, play for the people. In artists' lives, in a major way, and uh, I appreciate the love. But um, what happened was, you know, I was talking to Joe Buttons on my live mm-hmm. early in the morning, and I mentioned something about giving back to the pioneers of hip hop, and everybody just went crazy. And most misunderstood me, but what I was saying was. This is something that I want to do. Right. Period. Mm-hmm. I want to start a pioneer fund mm-hmm. where the founders of hip hop are getting taken care of. Mm-hmm. The founders of hip hop shouldn't need medical. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't need, they, sh- they, they, they should be in a great situation. Because mm-hmm. if you look at other cultures and, and, and other pioneers that started things, mm-hmm. They're living well and they're mm-hmm. doing well. And I feel mm-hmm. personally, it's a bad representation on hip hop that our pioneers are not being supported in a major way. Now, this mm-hmm. was a dream that I had. So a lot of people took it out of context. Oh, Swiss went the younger artists to pay the older artists. Oh. Nah, I'm not saying pay L. I'm not saying pay Swiss. I'm saying let's figure out a plan to take care of the founders of hip hop. 100%. It's our duty to do it. Everybody don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. And if everybody don't want to do it, don't do it. I'm going to do it. And whoever's with me, that's what's up. There's no big eyes and little U's. Every contribution is, is, is something. Mm-hmm. It's something. But mm-hmm. to see these icons living, mm-hmm. and we're living at the same time, mm-hmm. and we know better at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got to take care of those guys. 100%. We got to take care of that. We can't wait for a big company to come in and do that. That's going to look crazy. 100%. It's like, oh, and, and then they're going to pimp them at the same time. Oh, the hip hop honor of whatever. All right. So after hearing what he's basically saying about it and how he, he doesn't, he wants to create a fund for some of the founders like Grandmaster Flash, Sugar Hill Game, Mel Mel, same thing. They should, um, 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 they should get like a million dollars a piece. You know what I'm saying? People like oh, Rakim, what? Big Daddy Kane, just for things like, you know, um, like insurance, like health, health care, like, you know, things that they're not oh. having access to, especially with in a streaming era where records aren't being sold. Some of the people who created the platform that so many people are eating off of right now, that in other industries, you know what I'm saying, especially white run industries, you know what I'm saying? Some of their um, pioneers and some of their forefathers are financially taken care of. You know what I'm saying? Right, bye, so bye. Look, I got a better solution than to just give them a million dollars. Because, nigga, they ain't going to blow that shit and be back to the same situation. How about we find a way to get back the motherfucking masters? That's where, that's where the motherfucking money at. We know that back in those days, they signed bad contracts. Right. Shit was fucked up. But you feel me? Like, let's find a way to generate money for them man, and keep shit flowing for them, not just give them money. You feel me? If that's the case, we gotta go back and give motherfucking 
nigga, the founding fathers of basketball money or the found. You know what I mean? Like right. that, that that that'll be a trend. You get what I'm saying? Like niggas is trying to find a reason they, they they give anybody anything. So I think I think we need a good lawyer team to go in there into these record labels and look back at all of these motherfucking old artists and their old contracts and you feel me and see where the motherfucking underline was at and where where the money you feel me they should still probably got money out there that they don't even know about for real. You feel me? Like let's do that. Like right now I'm not into just giving people money. You feel me? Like no not I'm saying that not let's not take care of our people, but you feel me, let's do something that's 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 bigger than just that. You feel me? Right. That's why people probably came at him all crazy. Like, what? Just give him? You think I'm just going to give you my money? You feel me? Like, I, but I guess this is what he's saying. I guess this is the reason why he referred to it kind of as, like, taxes. And, of course, niggas automatically related it to, like, hood the, the hood taxes of how we've took that term in the hood. But what he's basically saying is that, look, you know, Obviously, I know it's different because the government compels us to do this. And by compel us, I mean, like, it, it, it's out of the check before you even get it. So you pay taxes every time you clock in somewhere. And those taxes go towards taking care of highways, right? The highways is I like the foundation. <laughs> yo, I cannot. I can't with you. <laughs> All right, yo. He's basically saying, like, look, look. He's like, look. Your taxes take care of things that otherwise wouldn't be taken care of, quote unquote. Because if we leave it on the, them to take care of it, then it's never going to happen. Or later on down the line, what he's saying is that we'll look nuts. Like he said, it will look nuts if a big corporation came in, you know what I'm saying, decided to put a stamp on some shit and took care of our pioneers of hip hop, you know what I'm saying, and then fucking pimped them out at the same time, having tap dance and doing some shit they ain't really want to do in the first place because we. You know what I'm saying? Can't put together a general funding for something like that. I mean, it's, a, right, it's an right. interesting so look, concept. Look, let me let me ask you this though: Is that our responsibility? Like we are in the middle of a motherfucking pandemic. Niggas got. I got three kids. I know niggas got more kids than me. You think niggas is really sitting at home and like, damn grandma's besides fucked up? Right now, <laughs> Man, let me get that nigga two hundred real quick. You got me fucked up. <laughs> Go to sleep. That nigga trying. That nigga trying to line it up so when he turns sixteen, shit, he trying to get his dues and shit. You got me fucked up. Bro. <laughs> Go ahead, who that shit. <laughs> Uh, this is my first hour break today. I'm on daddy duty and shit. You think I'm worried about my fucking <laughs> I should have known you was going to be the last nigga to agree to some shit like this. I should have known who the fuck I was talking to. You got me fucked up. You think because niggas got stimulus checks out here that niggas got hurt? I ain't even get no stimulus check, nigga. You got me fucked up. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so let me ask you a question. So, did your stimulus check 
online say that your thing was scheduled to be mailed and then you just ain't get it because of whatever reason? Or did your shit just... Nah, I, my shit never said shit. That shit said, uh, it's something unavailable, something, something, something. I don't know. That shit never told me where my shit was at or nothing like that. Shit. So I never got that shit. I don't and know. I just assumed that it was where it was. Yeah. My shit said it was scheduled to be mailed and then <clears throat> I still ain't see it. But I didn't expect to get it anyway, so I'm not even tripping off that. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Fuck it. We not living off of those. God damn it, I'm living off yeah. of something else. Yeah. This next burn notice is going out to Justine Sky with this no options. Go ahead and catch this vibe on It's Not Just Me. Ben. Notice. 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 I'ma say what I want to cause I got to. Your favorite thing to do it's is cut me off, but it's I stopped you. And you think I'm done, but your day gon' come. Now face me, don't run. For you to shit fun. Settle down now, little loud mouth, shaking tables. I'm a wild out like a child now, but I'm able. Eyes wide like a fiend, making a scene. Now your friends gonna see what I mean. So toxic. I love blue up catastrophic. I feel like we have no options. Want something real, but it's not this. I finally said something. Why are you in nothing? Don't know why you want me. You're gonna end up numb. It's a bye. It's a bye. It's a bye. Money Radio, Ayo, uh, these this shit be shocking me. Like, um, 
I mean, I know this is going to sound super unrelated, but it's like one thing that about the last dance this drew me in was that Michael Jordan having conversation as like like oh my god Michael Jordan's an actual fucking person he's not just like right, a, right, a right, myth right, he's right. not a myth he's a person you know what I'm saying he's not a right. meme he's not a meme you know what I'm saying like <laughs> you like see where where uh, his thoughts is you, behind the shit he used yeah to you get yeah. some personality there I'm getting he that about his father yeah hell yeah he talked about man shit hell yeah I'm getting that from Little Wayne too like Little Wayne has never been like the big interview nigga f- to me. See, and- look, but look, if you if you know Wayne, then you know Wayne second love is motherfucking sports. Right. So you know Wayne has been watching this documentary and been saying to himself, like, damn, this is a you feel me, we getting to know Jordan in a different type of way. So he probably looked at himself like, what the fuck? What what don't what didn't I see myself doing? You get what I'm saying? Right. He's like, yo, being the in- interviewer, I done been the interviewee for so long. I want to interview motherfuckers. You feel me? And I think, young, the, the shit he doing is, is motherfucking. I don't give a fuck who got a podcast. Everybody is tuning into that shit right now. You get what I'm saying? Like, Drink Champ, Joe Budding, Gilly, us. I don't give a fuck who is motherfucking potting right now. He is paying attention to my motherfucking Lil Wayne shit. Because I watched motherfucking, I think him and Drake was on the phone for like all of 15 minutes, nigga. And yes, sir. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Don't, don't, don't show off to me, goddamn. Don't show, oh, oh. July D. Okay. This nigga, mid, mid, and, and I got some blue cookies. <clears throat> oh. Where you at right now? Aberdeen. Oh, I see you. I see who you at. I'm in Aberdeen. Oh. You know where I'm at. You can look at the background and tell where I'm at. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm a, uh, you lucky I couldn't make it out there. You still came out there the whole time. Uh-huh. But motherfucking, I, I'm going to have to slide. I might have a day tomorrow. I might have a day tomorrow. I was going to slide tomorrow and do the shit, but you said we had to have it done by tomorrow, so. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you you know, we can still we can still do what we do. Um, so my nigga, this fucking six nine nigga broke 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 a bunch of records, yo. I mean, listen, I I, I can only hate but so much. You feel me? I'm not one of them niggas that's about to sit here and and, and wish this nigga the worst life possible. You feel me? Like I'm a first of all, I believe in God. And I think he's going to have to deal with that with God, first and foremost. Because that's it's, regardless of what he, how he tries and try to play it, subconsciously, he got to think about that shit every day. If you want to listen to more, visit our official website at www.itsnotjustmepodcast.com. Not just me.